0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: What's up, y'all? It's Russ Parr. Welcome to Russ Parrcast. Today, one of my favorite directors of all time, his name is Malcolm D. Lee. Space Jam, the new legacy in theaters. You guys got to go check it out starring LeBron James and Don Cheadle. But it's interesting how this came about and how it was shooting this movie. And Malcolm D. Lee is our guest today. Let's go right to it. On the phone line right now, he is, and you know, I I say this about him all the time, my absolute favorite director in the world, Malcolm D. Lee. Malcolm, how you doing this morning, sir?
0: Your favorite director in the world? Yo, Russ, I... I'm no, flattered, man. Oh, are you kidding I, I know, me? I knew you liked me. I knew you liked me. But damn, really,
1: you've done some. You, so you know what? A lot of people, and I, I know, you know, studio executives don't underestimate you. But a lot of people don't realize you've done some of the classic movies, especially some urban films. But man, I'm telling you, they picked the right director for Space Jam, uh, A New Legacy because you're brilliant. You know how to get performances, and the whole line. Yes, we've heard the rumors about you being temperamental and not coming out of your trailer. Uh, <laughs> but other than other than that, no, I no, I, I have such respect for you, man, and and, and what you're doing now, working with animation, it. and actually, you know, just working with actors and putting it together. How long did it take for you guys to complete this movie? I
0: tell you what, it's almost been uh, two years to the date. You know, um, I started working on the movie about two years ago. Um, and, and prior to that, I mean, I probably should have been on it longer than that. But, you know, I had to come in, um, you know, pinch hit, as they say. So I, right. I came in and, uh, you know, they asked me to come in and I, and I worked on the movie and no, no, no experience in animation or uh, this level of visual effects. So, you know, it was a real education for me. But thank God I had 20 years of experience under my belt mm-hmm. and it prepared me for this moment to do space jam, which, you know, I'm so glad that I did. And it, it was the movie I didn't know I needed to make. And it, mm. it's, um, I'm so, I'm so proud of it.
1: Well, just look, looking at all the trailers and, and some of the stuff that I've seen, it just looks brilliant. And with the technology changing from the original space jam, can you tell us briefly so the layman out there can understand, is it easier? Is the technology easier, quicker, or is just as complicated?
0: Well, I tell you, there's there's the 2D animation, which are like you know the part the, the Saturday morning cartoons we all grew up on, right? Which mm-hmm. bowl of cereal, like, right. and and that's all hand drawn. It's very complex. It's very complicated. It takes a very long time to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the visual effects part of it, like where the the um, the, uh, the the tunes are in 3D, right? Mm-hmm. That's a little. I mean, that takes a long time too. But it's but the technology is so much faster um, right. with visual effects, and especially with the team. That um, we had with um, Industrial Light and Magic, ILM for short. You know, it was a, you know, they were just you know amazing craftsmen Man. and artists and technicians. And so yeah, it's it's you know it's no matter how much you do in animation, it takes a very long time.
1: You know, one of your your real geniuses, and I can say this because I I follow performances and things like that. You can take a LeBron James who is not a seasoned, experienced actor and make him credible. Did you think you accomplished that?
0: I think so, but I tell you, I don't take any credit for it. You know, I take mm-hmm. some credit for it, but not, but not all. I Me, mean, you know, LeBron's, you know, had a camera in front of his face mm-hmm. and a microphone in front of his face since he was 18 years old, mm-hmm. and you know, he's always come across as you know mature and mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, just camera ready. You know what I mean? Right. Like he's always he's been ready for the spotlight for a very long time, and sometimes those answers are just like, okay, I got to I get this at the ready. So that's yeah. a form of acting in and of itself. And um, he's always, you know, in, in, in my working with him, he was always prepared, knew his lines and open to direction. So that's the most important thing you can ask for in an actor. Right. And you need trust, you know, and like even, and when, when you want them to access things, you know, that are a little bit more like personal or vulnerable, mm-hmm. he was able to do that as well. And people will be surprised at the vulnerability and the emotion that, comes out in the movie uh, Mm -hmm. from LeBron James.
1: See, because, like, in my opinion, if I see a bad performance by an actor, I don't care if they're seasoned or not, I put a lot of that on the director because, especially when you have an unlimited budget, you have plenty of takes to choose from, and if every one of them suck, that's on you! (laughs) That's on you. And I can honestly say, watching all your films, I have never experienced that.
0: I tell you what, you know what, it's not always... First of all, you got to cast the right people, Mm -hmm. right? So... Yes, you're right. It's on the director. It's on the casting director to make sure. And sometimes it's on the studio because the studios are like, we like this guy. We like this woman. You got to put him in the movie. They, they've got they got 750 million people on, on, on Instagram. You got to put them in the movie. Right. We're going to market. So I'm like, well, you can't, but that person can't act. So, hmm. you know, it, it's, a, it's a balance that happens sometimes. Yeah. Right? So as a director, all you do, all you can do is get the best performance out of them, mm-hmm. get a lot of coverage, <laughs> so that right. you, can, you can cut around them if you need to.
1: Right. So we're talking to Malcolm D. Lee, uh, director of uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy. All right. Ryan Coogler was one of the producers on the show. Ryan Coogler, famed director, young brother, who probably looked up to you like I did and and do. Um, How much say did he have, and did you get along with him?
0: Oh, we got along great. I mean, you know, we had some, you know, um, disagreements uh, about you know, process and and and, and whatnot, that but 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 that, that happened. I disagree with every producer I ever worked with. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he he he's no different. Um, but it's at the end of the at the end of the day, we wanted to make the same movie. And Ryan, you know, had this great vision for like you know integrating all the the, the modern day digital technology, like you know video games and that first person experience that people want when they with their entertainment, whether it's VR like I said, video games. We want to make sure that, that, the, that the audience had a very immersive experience. Mm-hmm. And so he, he's a brilliant um, a cinematic mind. And so, you know, if we have a couple of disagreements, I want to do it this way. He, okay. he well,
1: I would have loved to have been a fly on that wall in that disagreement session. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I would have loved the, to be there. Very, How did these two brothers handle that? <laughs> They were very
0: few and far between. Very yeah, few. We were, because, we were very much aligned. Creatively. Yeah.
1: Talented minds think alike. Don Cheadle, who is perhaps one of my favorite actors of all time, um, he's in this movie. Did some of the other unseasoned actors ever go to him and ask him for advice? Is Don one of those kind of guys? And maybe I'm asking a personal question.
0: No, I tell you, Don's extremely collaborative. You know, he's a, he's a producer and a director in his own right and a writer. Right. So he was like the perfect person to be our antagonist. He and LeBron, you know, he, LeBron would, would, would ask him for things all the time, and so like they have, you know, it, it, Don is, is 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 like got a great temperament. Uh, he's one like as you said, one of the greatest character actors that have, have ever lived, and he's a great leading man, great villain in this movie. He's a little bit a little bit cartoony, right. but also you know very grounded the way like you know a, a seasoned actor like him can be, and so like you know, and, and I tell you what, the the uh, the that character algae rhythm that he plays. Mm. an algorithm um it, it is it wasn't always on the page right so yeah. like he, we had to, we had to help we had to help each other find him yeah. And so we did and it, it, it took a while but we got there
1: so and listen amazing. you know because of you you're the guy that you are and and just you know well renowned uh, 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 director do actors have the ability to maybe come off the page other than like a don chilo of course you're gonna let him rip every once in a while but you know, sometimes, you know, studios and directors don't like you to come off that page. Do you do that typically with a lot of your films? Do you let those actors, you know, add something that that might work?
0: Oh, absolutely. Particularly when it comes to, like, comedy, you got to let the comedic people be funny, right? Let, right? let funny people, don't try to restrain them. Like, you know, what, they're, they're fresh and in the moment. Lots of, and many actors are fresh and in the moment. And sometimes the words don't exactly come out of their mouth the right, the right way anyway. Right. So you, sometimes you gotta be like, okay, let's find your own words. Let's, what's the intention of the scene? Now find your own words on this. Like that was a, that was the thing I was talking about like, with LeBron. There was a line that he was doing. It was kind of emotional. Yeah. And it wasn't really coming across. I said, like, okay, you know what? Forget about the words. Think about this as you're, as you're talking to, you, to yeah.
1: your son. Yeah, I love to just, just tell And, and actors love to hear this. Hey, hey y'all. All right, we're going to do another take. Throw away the script, please. Just throw it. No, take it out of yeah. your mind. Do your thing. You have to do that with Kevin Hart because he's such a poor actor. Um, so let me him. just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that wasn't right. All right, finally, i got to ask you. A lot of people are going to compare uh, this Space Jam to the first one that happened many, many years ago. If you, and take your personal biases out of it, if you were going to compare the two, what would what would you say to people in saying, what's the difference?
0: Well, you know, first of all, family movies and animated movies have evolved tremendously since, you know, the mid-90s, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's a family story, number one. And people, what people want out of their family fair is not only does that appeal to kids, it's got to appeal to adults as well. Um, and uh, we wanted to make sure we took advantage of all the cutting edge technology you know that's available to us you know motion capture uh photography um visual effects um all, all these kinds of things that 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 you know put our movie on a different plane than uh than the first phase. i'm not saying better or you know just different and yeah. um i think that people are going to have the biases no matter what right but yeah they are going to have a fantastic time at the movies if they go see this because it's something for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we're just getting back to normalcy right now. right? Let's have that shared experience in a movie theater like we've always wanted to have because Space Jam is built for the theatrical
1: experience. Absolutely. And there's no truth to the rumor that uh, Michael Jordan was uh, showing up on the set sabotaging the production. So um, I... <laughs> I will not confirm nor deny that one. <laughs> Malcolm D. Lee. To me, one of the very best directors that's out there doing it. Man, I want to thank you for your time. I'm looking forward to Space Jam, A New Legacy. I know it was put in great hands, so I'm imploring all of y'all, all all of y'all to go out and watch this movie. It's very important that we support each other, but at the same time, we're getting good quality entertainment. Hey, Malcolm, it's always great talking to you, my brother. Thank you, Russ. I appreciate you, man. All right, man. You take care. Thanks. Yes, sir. Malcolm D. Lee. Yes, the director of Space Jam, The New Legacy. Make sure you guys check it out and make sure you guys tune in to the Russ podcast wherever you can hear podcasts, wherever they're streaming. Yes, you guys can actually check out the show and leave your comments. Go to my Instagram at Russ Parshaw or hit me on Twitter at Russ Show. We really love to hear your comments. OK, y'all take care. We'll talk to you.